How do dreams, desires and thoughts become reality? What's the process they have to go through in order to manifest in our physical reality? This special episode is taken from an exclusive workshop hosted by Dan Mangena. In it, he explains his concept of the flow funnel and how, when applied correctly, it can bring your dreams to life. Welcome to the Beyond Success Podcast, a collection of conversations with the best business minds, captains of industry, and entrepreneurs in the world. Learn what their journey has taught them, how they applied the lessons they learned, and ultimately created six, seven, and even eight-figure businesses. We can't create successful businesses by ourselves, so sit back and let the Beyond Success Podcast be your mentor. Now, here's your host, author, entrepreneur, public speaker, and master money manifester, Daniel Mangana. Hello, and welcome to another session in the Beyond Success Summit. I'm obviously the host. You should recognize me because I said hello to you this morning, Dan Mangena, and I'm here to talk to you about a teaching that I share called the Flow Funnel. Now, the Flow Funnel initially came to me uh, as part of the work that I was doing, developing the application of my Beyond Intention paradigm. And Beyond Intention is my four-step model for moving through stuck states and creating the life that you want. And what became very clear as I was working with more and more people around, uh, around the world and diving deeper into the teachings that I've been studying over the last 22 years at the point of recording this, that I've been in personal development, is that just tackling one piece of the puzzle doesn't actually lead to success. To put this into a different context, we all know people that work very, very hard and yet they don't get successful or they don't get something that they want. For many of us, for example, I'm a child of immigrants. My parents worked extremely hard and yet they didn't necessarily receive rewards that matched the level of their work. Um, the hardest working members of society aren't necessarily the ones who are the most greatly rewarded. And people like to say that that's about imbalance and unfairness, but I've got another theory on that. We know people as well that read a lot, right? They go and study all of the things. They always go into the latest course, the latest program, and yet they don't have a deeper level of success. We all know people who go to their church, their mosque, their temple, their synagogue, or their whatever every week. They're good people. They live good lives. They keep clean energy. Or they've done a lot of work in terms of their energy field and their emotional state, and yet they're not able to move forward. Maybe that person is you. And what actually I did is I went back to something I learned from the Hermetic teachings many years ago. And it's something that you've probably heard an expression of in some way, shape or form over the years. We've heard of mind, body, spirit, mental, physical, emotional. These are the different components that actually make up who and what we are. And actually when we start to dive into the science, as human beings, we've got a level of expression that sits at all of these different um, all of these different levels of experience. I'm going to stick with that. So we have a physical body that moves through time and space, correct? But then we have a mind because we've all heard the phrase mind over matter. The mind can literally have an impact over what we can do physically. Our physical attributes, our physical capacity can be stretched and expanded depending on what's going on in our mind. It can also be contracted and reduced. But then even from a legal perspective, the whole idea of crimes of passion is accepted. Our emotional state has an impact on our thinking, which then knocks on and has an effect on our actions, habits, and behaviors and what we do every day. To take this back to the top, as much as 97% of our actions, habits, and behaviors, what we do every day is actually ruled completely unconsciously. As much as 97% 
of our actions, habits, and behaviors, the very thing that leads to the outcomes that we get is governed and ruled by the mind, by what we're thinking. And yet when we go back to the science again, we can only think to the level of our current emotional state. Our emotional state impacts the chemicals and hormones running through our body and dictates what we're able to think and how we're going to think at the time. So again, we've got this delineation between a physical experience, a mental experience, and an emotional experience. And there's a beauty to that because if I can have a governance over the emotional experience, that's going to set a, a, a bandwidth within which my thinking is going to occur. And if my thinking is only occurring within a particular bandwidth, then all my actions, habits, and behaviors must match that and only happen within a particular bandwidth. And if my actions, habits, and behaviors for the most part are unconscious, then if that unconscious is locked in a bandwidth of a particular type, then my actions, habits, and behaviors will be within a particular type. And that means that my outcomes will be of a particular quality. So with the flow funnel, what we see then is if we start to focus our attention, not directly on the action habits and behaviors as a primary, we secondarily do that because there's going to be a percentage of time that we're not unconscious, that we are conscious. Yes. Then we also have the thinking. And if we're applying some time keeping the thinking within a certain bandwidth, but recognizing that trying to force the mind to do something isn't going to work because the emotional state is what dictates it. Then if I focus on my emotional state, my thinking will be of a particular quality, my actions will be of a quality, and my outcomes will be of a quality. So we have this drop down, this flow from top to bottom, that if I put the right inputs in, I will get a very predictable series of outcomes. So let's talk about success, which is what you were here to learn about. First and foremost, I need to understand what does success mean to me, but not as a philosophical idea, but if you've followed me so far, as an emotional state. What is the emotional state that I, as an individual, cognitively connect to thinking, thoughts, stories, and narratives mentally that will then support actions, habits, and behaviors physically that will lead to my outcome? So we've got a great resource, which I'm going to invite you to take, uh, to take a look at. It's called uh, the Quantum Mirror Exercise. And what this is, is a visualization that lasts about 15 minutes that takes you through a process of uncovering, I've got this goal, I've got this outcome that I want at a deep level without too much conscious thought. What do I as an individual cognitively connect as the emotions that lead to this outcome? So success for me is the emotion of happiness, freedom, peace, and joy. Happiness, freedom, peace, and joy. So me as an individual, my mind connects happiness, freedom, peace, and joy with success. So if I'm feeling the emotions of happiness, freedom, peace, and joy, then my thinking is going to be locked in the bandwidth of happiness, freedom, peace, and joy, which is going to lead to actions, habits, and behaviors that I link with action, with happiness, freedom, peace, and joy, which I've already identified through the quantum mirror exercise is going to lead to success. So if I'm feeling happy, free, peaceful, and joyful, my thinking is going to match that. My actions, habits, and behaviors will match that. And I will be successful and be successful and actually feel successful because many people are chasing an expression of something that doesn't even match their own personal ideal, it matches other people's ideal. So I can have my success. So then the journey becomes focusing on creating an emotional state within myself of happiness, freedom, peace, and joy, supporting that with what I'm thinking, what I'm feeding my mind. We're going to talk about that in a second. And then supporting that with an environment that continues to allow me to be in a momentous flow of the actions, habits, and behaviors that followed on from the thinking and feeling of happiness, freedom, peace, and joy. 
See, the unconscious mind, the ruling factor that's actually dictating that translation of emotional state into action, habit and behavior operates at 10,000 to 10 million times the speed of the conscious mind. So for every conscious thought that I've had about having a particular outcome, I've already had a series of unconscious thoughts fired off 10,000 to 10 million times at that speed. And so instead of me trying to catch all of the thoughts, which I can't do as I don't have the speed to do that, don't have the processing power consciously, if I just guide it with my emotion, then that processing power that's maybe led to procrastination, self-sabotage, and maybe going in a different direction will support me in having success. The unconscious is going to be bathed in the, the state of success and it's going to lead to the actions, habits and behaviours and the outcomes of success. So the question becomes, how then do I generate those emotional states? Dan, if I knew how to be happy, I'd be happy now. Well, here's the thing. Your emotional state, for the most part, is not something that you're consciously guiding either. It's running on a program, a disruptive intention and supported by the environment that you're in. So what we are to do in order to support the flow funnel leading us to success is essentially this. Look at your environment and ask yourself, is my environment supporting happiness, freedom, peace and joy, or whatever your, uh, your, your feelings are? And again, we'll pop that quantum mirror exercise link here so you can, you can listen to it and take that 15 minutes. Do it today if you can. I really do encourage you to do that. Um, and just go in saying, well, I want to be successful. What's this, what does success feel like? And you'll go through and it, it will take you through a particular series of, of actions to follow as you just you zone out and do and do the, the do the exercise, but you'll have the emotions for you, and then go through your life and ask yourself: Are the people, places, and things in my life supporting me having these emotional states, or are they disrupting me having these emotional states? Because the more time that you spend in an environment supportive of that emotional state, the more that your unconscious and inner environment is going to be generating those emotional states and leading to the thoughts, then the actions, and then the outcome. I learned this the hard way, actually. Some of you may know my story. Some of you may meet me for the first time. And this was actually the topic of my TED Talk that didn't make it out into the public, but I think we're going to pop the audio of it <laughs> uh, somewhere. So you'll be able to hear it at some point. But even in my own case, and I know this to be true because of the extremity of the, my own case in this, in this scenario, I wasn't trying to save myself. I was trying to move towards a dark outcome, but because my inputs were supportive of particular emotional states, even though I wanted to go this way, and I really was desirous of moving this way, my internal environment pulled me in a positive direction. If you have inputs that match a particular emotional state, if you have an environment and that's the people that you're with, the places that you're going, the things that you're doing, the conversation you're having, what you're, what you're reading, what you're listening to, what you're watching, all of those things are either disrupting or reinforcing the emotional state that you're in right now. So when we bring a level of intentionality, a level of consciousness, a level of deliberateness to I'm choosing to feel these emotions, knowing that it's going to lead to these outcomes at the end of the day through the flow funnel, your mind is going to start leading to you having that internal environment that matches that. And so doing an audit is very important. That's another call to action for you. Do an audit, do the exercise, do the quantum mirror exercise, take that list of emotions. You'll have three, four or five. You don't need more any, more, any more than five and you don't want any less than three but you'll have those emotions and then you'll simply audit your life for a check on whether you are being supported in feeling those emotions. And if you're being supported in feeling those emotions, you will have that thinking, you will have the actions and behaviors and you will have the outcome. This is a cheat code to life. The flow funnel truly is a cheat code. Um, I believe that many of the people who have had success with our programs, 
uh, with coaching, um, with the work that we do, has principally been a combination of micro-shifting, which I'm talking about on this adventure that we're on together, the flow funnel, yes, and also specifically identifying a connection to their own unique flow through their money DNA. We bring money DNA, the flow funnel, and micro-shifting together, magic happens. And so, your call to action, you follow up today. Go and do the quantum mirror exercise. Do the quantum mirror exercise. Take you about 15 minutes. You have three, you'll have four or five emotions. There's no rules about how many other than no more than five and no less than three. And then go and audit your life. Take time to journal on it. Take time to reflect on it and ask yourself, is my environment actually supporting the outcome that I want by allowing me on a regular basis to be feeling the emotional states that lead to the outcome through the flow funnel because my emotions are going to lead to whoop, my thinking because it sets the bandwidth for what I can think. And I can only act according to the thinking because my, my unconscious is operating at 10,000 to 10 million times the speed of the conscious mind, churning out actions, habits, and behaviors as much as 97% of the time that's going to lead to my outcomes. So if those are being hardwired through that emotional state to lead to success, I cannot fail. That's that one. Okay, guys, enjoy the rest of today. Enjoy the rest of this week. Uh, remember, we're here to support you in any way that we can. If you haven't already done so, join the Dream With Dan Facebook group. But go ahead, do the quantum mirror exercise. Get that done. Do an audit of your life and then start ruthlessly curating your life to support the emotions that you cognitively connect to the outcome that you desire and watch the magic happen. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of the Beyond Success podcast. We hope that it has been of service to you. For more information and to stay up to date with the latest from Daniel Mangana, please head over to dreamwithdan.com. We'll see you for the next one.